Lord spoke about his intentions of having his people, his children, to possess and destroy the worldly systems. And today we're continuing as we minister and as we pray in God's presence. You know, one of the most fantastic things I have seen with the presence of the Lord is when God is present, when God is in the place, you know, there are things that begin to happen to people's lives. And one of the most important things and aspects that I have seen happening in people's lives has always been the power to cause changes. 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 And, um, and um, you know, the Bible says you shall receive power in Acts 1.8. In Acts 1 verse 8, it says, You shall receive power when the Spirit of God comes upon you. It says something will happen upon you. And the word power there, by definition of the word power, it means you shall receive the ability to cause changes. Because the word power means ability to cause changes. Now, God says you shall receive the ability to cause changes when the Spirit comes upon you. Now, one may wonder to say, but why did Jesus Christ have to say that? He said, you cannot be my witnesses if the power of the Holy Spirit is not upon you. If the presence of the Lord is not upon you. You see, today we'll be dealing with breaking certain spirits and destroying them and dismantling them. As we announce the divine favor which the Lord has spoken, as we announce his divine presence and favor. So, the word favor, as I have been speaking to you uh, starting from uh, this last week, it is very important and interesting to understand, as I did mention to you, that one of the most important things that God is speaking here. He says, you shall receive power. And as I did mention to you, by definition, what is power? The word power, it means ability to cause changes. And God has always wanted that his people must cause changes somewhere. And this power is only received in a person when the person has the ability to accept it, and it is the power of the Holy Spirit. Let me just say this thing to you today before I, I share with you and before we speak a lot of things today. I know there are people who believe God for certain things and who pray for certain things to happen in a certain way. But I want to say this thing to you that in any prayer that you make, there is one thing that I want you to be very conscious of. I have seen people very religious and they think they're so spiritual and holy, but they despise the working of God's spirit. The working of God's spirit is very important. You cannot witness if the spirit of God has not come upon you. What makes people to come from USA, to come from Canada, to come from Japan, to come from Indonesia, Jamaica, Australia to say they are going to see the prophet. 
What makes them? It is because there is a certain power. There is an ability to cause changes. And this ability, it is the ability of God's spirit. And if you're watching me now, I want to say this thing to you. That the spirit of God can touch you and can cause changes around you. You know, I do not believe, trust you me, I do not believe that the devil is more powerful than God's children. I don't believe in that. I believe that God has given us the power, and this power caused changes. There are certain powers and principalities of darkness which God wants us to change. And I want you to hear that. God wants us to change them. We cannot go by the wish and by the will of the devil. We cannot move by the wish and by the will of Satan. We can only cause changes if we are willing to. If we, have, we devote ourselves to God and say there is something happening there and I want to change it. So before I even continue uh, uh, speaking, uh, ministering, I want you wherever you are to say these words with me. Say in the name of Jesus. Say power of the most high God. Power of the Holy Spirit. Say rest on me now. Now those words, how are you saying them? will also determine how you believe them. All right, listen to me. God does not work by how you decided, like, oh, I, I think God must work in this way. Now, God actually forces you. What sometimes you do not want to happen in that way, God can force you that actually this is how I want you to be delivered. This is how I want you to be healed. This is how I want you to receive. Trust me, the Spirit of God has just come and overshadowed you. You know, Mary said, how will this miracle happen? And the angel said, the Spirit of God, even angels believe in the Holy Spirit. So it is important to understand that there are so many people who actually even think, if I can see the angel of the Lord, things will happen. If I can see the angel of the Lord, things will happen. But actually, when angels come, they will tell you that when the Spirit Spirit of God, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, this thing will happen. So even the angels, for things to happen, they are depending on the Holy Spirit. And this is the Spirit that Jesus said He has given us. So where you are sitting right now, you are sitting around you. You have the surrounding of the Holy Spirit. How many are ready to cause changes now? How many are ready to cause changes? If you're ready to cause changes, I want to see your hand up. There are people who actually are so much willing to see things taking place in a certain way. I want you to develop a spiritual warfare mindset. A spiritual warfare mindset, a mindset that will pull down principalities and powers, dominions and rulers who fall by the name of Jesus Christ that we save. You know, I met this gentleman who he came uh, all the way from Soweto, South Africa, and he said to me that he has observed he has feared God in all his life and that he's so holy that there is nothing he thinks is wrong. And he told me, he said, and he's wondering that his life is not moving. He had two children and one of the child is mentally disturbed. And one of the other child has got uh, a big problem of addictions. And he said that he has been applying for different jobs and they cannot pick this person. And he said he does not know what went wrong because he observes 
He does everything that is supposed to be done. And I looked at the man, and I saw that there was a spirit behind this man that was working day and night to make sure that this man is frustrated. Remember, I told you before that it does not need a demon to be inside of you. Sometimes a spirit can cause an influence from outside and it can destroy you and it can cause harm and damage. And there was a spirit of influence that was causing problems. It was a demon of disappointment that kept on coming into this man's every time. And the spirit knew very well that it could not penetrate through him. So the spirit began to use the children. All right? Began to attack the children. One was addicted to drugs and one was uh, having these problems of mental health. And he didn't understand what was going on. And he was taken to the rehab and he came back and they took back to the rehab. And all these type of things were happening. And the man didn't understand what was happening really. And the man didn't understand about spiritual warfare. So I told the man, I said, look at me. I said, look at me. And the man looked at me. He was an international visitor. I said, look at him, and he looked at me. And I said to him, I said, by the Spirit of God and by the power of the Holy Spirit, right now, I decree upon you that changes will begin to happen. And I said to him, I said, look at me. When he looked at me, I could see that in this man, he was believing so much that only by his life, he would have the deliverance he needed. Let me say this thing to you. The Holy Spirit works and moves and causes things to happen, not by how you think. And I want you to understand this. It is by what you know. How do you know the Holy Spirit works? He works. The first thing that the Holy Spirit would do upon a person is conviction, okay? It's conviction. He will convict the word of sin, the word of righteousness, and the word of judgment. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, the first assignment he will do is to help you, to help you to change, to repent. He will tell you that this is wrong, this is wrong, this is right, this is right. He will teach you that. But the other thing that he will do when he is on you, that is when he's inside of you, he will lead you into all truth. But when he comes upon you, the Bible says that he will begin to cause changes. And you'll be so surprised how your ministry will begin to change. If you serve the Lord, whether you serve him as an intercessor, whether you serve him as uh, a leader in the church, an elder in the church, whether you are a servant of God in any way, whether as a kingdom financial, some, some could be actually ministers of the gospel, preachers of the word. What changes everything is when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and he begins to cause changes around you. Failure to believe in this simple truth is what has caused so many people today remain stagnant. Failure to consistently believe in this truth has caused so many Christians remain in agony and they do not know what to do. Let me say this thing to you. Your country will not change by politicians. Your country will change because God's children are praying for it. All the political affairs are waiting for God's children to make a prayer about these things. Your nation, if it will fail, it's because God's children are not praying for it. 
We are called to cause changes. We are called to intercede for our nations. We are called to intercede for our families, to pray. This is why in ECG as a church, we always meet. And all the time we talk about is faith, 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 faith. Because everything that is done outside of faith is seen. So the reason why we are dealing here with faith is because changes must happen spiritually. Changes must happen mentally. Changes must happen in your body. Changes must happen in your finances. God can do that, but he will not do it if you are not conscious of the Holy Spirit. Let me say this thing to you. There are uh, two types of consciousness. There's the, uh, what is called one being conscious or one being subconscious. All right? When you are subconscious, it means that your mindset is not aware of the events that are happening around you. The Holy Spirit can work consciously and subconsciously. Now, I want you to see this. Do you know that I can stand here and someone can just touch the screen from their house and believe that as I touch the screen, even before I said touch the screen, and believe that if I touch the screen, I'll receive the miracle and they can receive it. One woman, when she touched the hem of Jesus, the Bible says she was, and I want you to hear this very well, she was healed. And Jesus said, who touched me? For I feel power has gone out of me. Why? That moment, the woman, she was conscious of the, of, of the working, of the miracle that's going to happen. But Jesus was subconscious. Jesus didn't even know it. Anyway, the Holy Spirit worked. Power was transferred. Now, there are moments when you have to understand that, that sometimes we can actually make the Holy Spirit do certain things. All right? Even if it was not in the budget of Jesus. Jesus had not budgeted for that. But when the woman believed, the Holy Spirit functioned. The Holy Spirit worked. Now, today I want faith. I want to see faith in the house. Because certain events and aspects will take place and it will happen even before you believe. Now, I'm going to say this to you. All right? I'm going to say this thing to you. You know, there is something that uh, I want us to, to pray for. But before we even go there, I want to repeat this statement. I want you to say with me, and it has to be loud and clear. I want you to be loud and clear. I want you to say, in the name of Jesus, say, Holy Father, as the Holy Spirit is upon me today, say, I cause changes around me. I announce changes around me. In my family, say, I call for changes. I invite changes in my career, in my business, in everything I do, in my prayer life, I speak changes. Say, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Now, now, let me show you something. Isaiah 66, from verse 7. I like this. And I'm going to read both versions. The Bible says, hmm, Before she traveled, from verse 7, she brought forth before her pain came, she was delivered of a man-child. 
It says, who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion traveled, she brought forth her children. Now, I want to show you this scripture. Verse 7. Before she goes into labor. All right. Before she goes into labor, she gives birth. Before the pains come upon her, she delivers a son. Who has ever heard of such things? Who has ever seen things like this? Can a country be born in a day or a nation be brought forth in a moment? Now, the title of my message is Keeping Keeping the process. Keeping the process. And I want you to believe that what God is going to reveal unto you will happen. And I want you to hear this message very attentively. Keeping the process. Now, let me say this thing to you. What do I mean when I say skipping the process? Oh, in the first case, you have to understand one thing that there is nothing that is going to happen on earth or in your life without God allowing you to go through a certain particular process. It is after this process when God now says, I can put my spirit upon you. Okay? I can put my spirit upon you or I can raise you up to this level. Now, you, you, you must get this very well, all right? This is why one time I did teach you about the anointing oil, that before it is anointing oil, it has to go through a process. And this process starts from olives. And these olives, they have to be crushed. It is when they are crushed, that oil is able to come out. You cannot have oil without the crushing process. Now, we have the anointing oil now. We speak of the oil. We speak of the oil because the oil has to be crushed. Now, for you to have the anointing, for you to have the Spirit of God work through you, you have to be crushed. Now, sometimes the events, the things that happen around you, it is a process. God is just trying to use them as a process. Now, there are two types of processes. There is what we call the divine process, and there's what we call the demonic process. I will not be dealing with the divine process because what God has already made, that it has to go through this, it has to happen in that way, it is a divine order of heaven, and that process cannot be skipped. You have to go through that process. If God says it has to be through this, you have to go through that, it has to be in that way. But there is a certain process which is devilish, demonic, where the devil himself programs your life. Not God, but the devil himself programs your life. 
that it must go through certain things. It is not God. Hear me, I'm going to show you two processes here in the Bible. Now, I will show you the divine process, and I will also show you the demonic process in the Bible. Now, in passing, let me just mention them, because that's not the main message. You see in the Bible, the people of Israel, God wanted them to be in a process. God spoke to Abraham that they were, your descendants will be in Egypt for 400 years. Now, that was the divine process because God wanted to make a nation of Israel. And after making this nation in Egypt, to bring it to Canaan. So God had already planned it. Even intercessors wouldn't stop it because God had already made it. He wanted a nation to be born. And this nation must be called Israel. Now, they had to be 40 years in the desert because God was dealing with a certain people who did not have faith in him. He wanted them to be pruned, to be taken out. So this is a divine process. But the process of Job, it was not a divine process. It was the devil's process. He actually went to God and he said, if I touch Job, all right, so uh, Job lost children, all of them, they died at once. And Job, not, not because it was God's will, but it was the devil's will. It was not a divine process. It was a demonic process. Anything which God puts as a divine process cannot be avoidable. You cannot even pray against it. But if it is the devil causing, the Bible says it was not God's will. It was the devil's will. So in this demonic process, the devil begins to bring in some certain things around you and cause problems, cause problems, cause attacks. Listen to me. It is not God's will for you to live in fear. It is not God's will for you to live in sin. It is not God's will for you to be poor. It is not God's will.